You are listening to the Mama Hustle podcast episode 9 including children in the kitchen. Welcome to the Mama Hustle podcast, the show for moms trying to find joy in motherhood. In each week's episode, we will discuss topics like parenting, mental health, finding purpose in everyday family life and so much more. I'm your host Pritika. I'm a mom of two children, a 7-year-old and a 2-year-old. I am so happy you're here. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of our podcast and today's topic is something that's really close to my heart and it is something that I did not do with my earlier child especially in the earlier years of her life but this this has completely changed the way uh we sort of function in a household for the better and it is involving children in kitchen work and food preparation and clean up and all of that so let's get started let's first talk about why i think it is super important to involve our children as much as possible in the kitchen from a very young age first of all you know we all have been there where we've had a clingy toddler on our legs hanging on for dear life just when we need to get dinner at the table or just when we need to uh pack lunch or you know just when we need to do something really important and they're just sort of hanging by your leg well with involving them in uh the kitchen in a more productive way it becomes so much easier to manage your toddler so there is you know just because you need to work in the kitchen that doesn't mean somebody needs to watch your toddler or you cannot be you know they cannot keep themselves busy in the kitchen with you while you can keep an eye on them so it really helps with that especially when you have a toddler or a younger child who needs attention at the same time that you need to get stuff done the second thing is i think it's a uh, working in the kitchen is a very sensorial experience right you're always um smelling new things you're constantly tasting you're constantly touching things uh there's always new things uh in cupboards and drawers and things like that which is why we have our children who are constantly like opening things and looking into cupboards and looking into drawers because every time they do that they find something new that smells different or tastes different or feels different and they are really curious to know what that is and so i feel like it's a really rich sensory experience and to keep your children especially very young children like babies and toddlers out of the kitchen sort of would take away that sensorial experience that we all know is really really important for child development and brain development and all of that the next reason i feel is that it is an early introduction to what is dangerous and what is not you know the kitchen is a wonderful place filled with amazing things but it's also a dangerous place right there are sharp knives there are hot things there are drawers that you know little fingers can uh get stuck in and you might think that it's really dangerous for uh younger children but actually if you you know make a few tweaks and set up uh the space in such a way that the toddler sort of understands what is out of limits and what is not what they can touch and what they can't that can make a huge difference and sort of help them mature in that way to understand you know what are the things i can touch what are the things i cannot touch what are the things i need to be careful with for example 
uh, I very early on taught my son that when the oven is hot and when the oven door is opening, a hot oven door is opening, he must go and touch the fridge, which, are the, which is on the other side of our kitchen. So he needs to go and touch the door of the fridge while the oven door is open. And so now whenever I open the oven door, if he's in the kitchen with me, he will automatically run to the fridge and touch the fridge uh, so that he's nowhere near the oven. And once I close the um, oven door, he stops touching the fridge and comes back to whatever he was doing and so having that awareness about what are the things that they need to be careful about really really is something that can be developed in the in the kitchen the next essential reason is obviously it's an essential life skill you know uh, a lot of us want our children to um sort of uh, learn about this life skill, how to prepare a snack, how to prepare a meal, all of those kind of things are not something that we, especially in India, I don't think that we have grown up, um, you know, working in the kitchen. At least I wasn't. I really only started cooking when I was in my teens and, you know, uh, that was also just very basic, minimal cooking. And I found that uh, when I actually had my own home, it took me some while to build that life skill. Uh, I did it, but it did take some time. And I felt like, um, you know, if I was younger and I could, you know, prepare basic dishes and bake and cook and all of those things, it would have really helped me growing up. And so I feel that uh, the earlier we introduce this essential life skill to our children, the better. And so uh, when we do that, it just becomes a part of their day, you know, just like they have bath time and sleep time and meal time. They also have cooking time so they can help us with preparation of food. They can help us with baking. They can help us with cleanup. So many things that they can do in the kitchen and it helps them learn in essential life skill. All right, so now that we have established the advantages of in, in, uh, including very young children, as young as I would say a year old or even younger in the kitchen, let's move on to all of the tips that I have, that I have learned with my two children of introducing them to the kitchen and introducing them to be in that environment in a safe way. All right, so my first tip is to really think about safety in your kitchen. So do you have sharp corners? Do you have the knife stand or other knives placed in a place where your child can easily get to it? Do you need to put a um, uh, baby proofing uh, buckle on your uh, fridge? All of those kind of things have to be considered before you start involving your children in the kitchen because you know you can get really busy with cooking especially if you're you know prepping something that's really hot and it's easy to lose track of where your kids are and you really don't want that added stress so really thinking about safety um you know uh, for example not allowing your children to use the stove or the oven uh, i my my daughter is still seven years old and she still isn't allowed to use the hot oven or the stove yet uh, I think in in the next year or so I will allow her to do that but I just don't feel comfortable with that uh, the other thing could be keeping sharp knives away scissors away out of reach adding baby proofing latches wherever necessary so I have a baby proof latch on my fridge just because my toddler just keeps opening the fridge constantly and it's filled with things that could you know easily fall on him uh, I also have some latches in some drawers which contain cleaning products and things like that, things I don't want him getting into. And so I have sort of made sure that my kitchen is kind of safe for my toddler to be in with, with requiring minimal uh, sort of uh, effort from me to keep an eye on him. 
so that was my first tip is really think about safety. Uh, the next tip would be to have to introduce your, for, this is for young babies, so to uh, getting your young babies into the kitchen, uh, it's nice to have a little setup for your young babies. So for me, for both my children, I had a little basket filled with some measuring cups, some spoons, some whisks, uh, tongs, um, uh, and I think a few more other things like plasticky, like containers that can be opened and closed. So whenever my, you know, I would bring my baby into the kitchen, I would put them on the floor. Obviously, this is a clean floor and then bring out that basket. And my baby would happily play at least for five to ten minutes with all of the things that I, that I had provided. And that basket was just for the kitchen. So when they would get out of the kitchen, I would put that basket away. And so every time they would come into the kitchen, it would be like a novelty, something new that they get to experience again. And I would keep adding and removing things from there to keep it fresh. So for a little baby, set up a little basket for them in the kitchen. And so whenever you need to be cooking and as well as keeping an eye on them, uh, you know, just put out, get that little basket out so that you can get some essential things done in the kitchen. For toddlers, my next tip is to bring buy a kitchen tower or a learning tower. Now, every time I share a picture on Instagram of my toddler working on the kitchen tower in the kitchen, I get constant questions about where did I get that kitchen tower from, whether it is worth it. You know, it's quite expensive to buy one. I believe Arido Toys has one. ZZ Gifts has one as well. I'll link them down below in the show notes for you. Uh, but yes, it is uh, expensive. Is it worth it? Uh, totally. I was fortunate that I was given our learning tower from a friend, but had I, if I had to buy it, I would just because the the advantages that I mentioned are so great that it is worth it for me to spend uh, 12, 13, 14,000 rupees on a good kitchen tower for them. Uh, and it is something that they will use for at least three to four years, I feel. And so it's a good thing to have in the kitchen anyways. It's not something that they will grow out of in no time. Uh, Arena Toys just keeps getting um, um, sale offers on their learning towers, so keep an eye on that as well. There's another company called Little Planet that has a really beautiful uh, learning tower as well. I'll link that down below in the show notes as well for you. But uh, is it worth the price? Yes. Does it occupy space in your kitchen? Yes. But in the long run, all of the advantages for me make it worth having that piece of extra piece of furniture in the kitchen. The third uh, tip I had for you is encouraging sensory work. And uh, you know me, I love sensory work for toddlers. I just feel like that makes such a huge difference to their overall development. And so uh, sensory work in the kitchen could be just filling up a bowl in the sink with some water and a few cups, uh, you know, setting out a little tray with flour, uh, you know, placing um, dough, uh, giving them a little dough with like a little rolling pin. I have a little rolling pin that I bought on Amazon, you know, one of those toy rolling pins. Uh, so giving them some dough with a rolling pin, uh, let, letting them uh, play with, you know, setting out a little tray with some beans and some cups and some lentils and things like that. So when you are really busy with work, but you still want to keep an eye on your baby or toddler, just set out some of these sensory opportunities for them in the kitchen with their kitchen tower and you will get at least 10 minutes to yourself with that and it's just really great for uh, overall development of your toddler. 
My next tip I have is, and this is something I haven't done yet and I'm working on it, I'm working on reorganizing my kitchen uh, to be able to do this, but it is to have a dedicated cupboard in the kitchen within easy reach with cooking supplies, utensils and snack options. Now, uh, I do have a little play kitchen that I've converted into a little kitchen for my children and that sits in our dining area. So I've got some uh, cups, bowls, plates, spoons and things like that for them. But that's a small play kitchen and I think that my kids are uh, sort of growing out of it. Also now that my daughter is working more and more in the kitchen and helping to prepare meals a lot more, she needs kind of some of her own supplies and I feel like there needs to be a cupboard for her in the kitchen. And so I am planning to do that. I will share it on Instagram and my blog when I, whenever I complete that. But basically having a little cupboard or a little drawer or something in your kitchen which is within easy reach so that if you're toddler wants to prepare a sandwich they know exactly where to go all of the supplies that they need are within easy reach they can go and grab some bread they can go and get get some butter they can go and get uh, a little knife to cut the edges or whatever right so all of those things that they would need to prepare small meals like a snack or maybe a smoothie or something like that should be within easy reach so for me this would look something like a little cupboard filled with some cups some plates and glasses Maybe a water source like a water dispenser would be nice to have, I think. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm realizing more and more that uh, my toddler really needs to have access to water. I did try giving him access to water um, a couple of months ago, but he just made a huge mess of it. But I feel like some access to a water source for drinking water um, would be nice. And then having some basic cooking supplies. For, for, so for me, it, that would look like a butter knife. Uh, some uh, a whisk, a, uh, a bunch of spoons, um, uh, uh, an easy safe to use knife, uh, especially meant for children, a chopping board, a apple cutter and maybe a few other things to like just prepare basic snacks and things like that. So think about what you would like to encourage your children to do. Oh yeah, a mixing bowl, measuring cups, all of those kind of things would be great too. So think, think about what you would like your toddler or child to be able to do within the kitchen and then have a little, uh, empty a little drawer or a little cupboard or anything like that. It doesn't have to be fancy, just filled with things that they have access to. I would also encourage you to uh, set out some snacks for them. So for me in my house that looks like uh, a, a few peanuts, uh, a few uh, cashews, uh, some fruit. I usually leave out a few of these uh, things, uh, makhana, if you don't know makhana, uh, fox nuts. So basically I have uh, a small containers and I fill them with uh, snacks for that particular day and keep them out. Uh, in their little kitchen and so they can access those snacks during the day whenever they feel like and it's much much easier and they don't have to come to me to get snack. So having a little bit of uh, a snack display and some small uh, utensils would be nice. My next would step would be uh, to start encouraging your children to prep basic meals so you can start with snack let's say your child comes to you and uh, says they're hungry uh, you can say you know let's go together and let's see what we can prepare for a snack and then you know once you have designated cooking equipment and things like that for them it's just easier for them to prepare that 
snack. Um, so maybe having a little chopping board so they can chop fruit, having uh, a few measuring cups so they can measure out how much you know uh, cereal they can take out in a bowl or things like that. So uh, encouraging them to prepare small meals like a snack or a breakfast or a salad to go with dinner or something like that would be uh, you know would be really nice to sort of introduce them to basic cooking and it's not just about oh let's do something fun in the kitchen it's actually you know from start to finish you pick up a snack you prepare it you serve it you clean up it's a whole uh, you know work cycle just like they would in a Montessori school or something like that so it's a really um, productive way to sort of introduce them into preparing small meals for themselves and then slowly you can move on to bigger meals so that's my next tip is that once they become comfortable with preparing these small meals handing over more responsibilities and being really realistic about it so for us uh, my daughter has, is responsible for creating milk for her and her brother in the morning she's also responsible for making a salad either for dinner or for lunch um, and she loves doing those things so these are responsibility that she's slowly taken over from me uh, and this is you know not happened uh, overnight this has happened over a period of many many years so don't expect that you know you invite them into hey you know why don't you take over the responsibility of making breakfast every day and they're not going to jump up and say oh let's let's do it unless you have a child who's really enthusiastic about kitchen work but more often they would you know it would be met with you know um, cautionary um, uh, sort of glances and things like that so I, I would say give it some time but invite them and encourage them to start taking over responsibility real responsibility of preparing certain things and over a period of time you will see that they will naturally start doing those things so for example now when I start cooking dinner my daughter very naturally comes to the kitchen and asks me if there is going to be a salad for dinner and then if so she will prepare it herself and uh, I don't have to do anything about that and the same for breakfast and milk and things like that so slowly over a period of time as she grows older the responsibility would increase it is essential for me to not praise this too much like if I if you know for example if she's going to make a sandwich and if I say oh my god you made a sandwich that's so amazing and you know at your age I didn't know how to cook anything and all of those things even though I'm thinking all of those things but if I say that to her it's just going to make her feel like what she's doing is out of the ordinary and not something that's normal and maybe it's going to make her hesitant to do it again but if you consider it as a very normal part of family life you know hey you know uh, we're having salad for dinner do you mind coming in and making it and when she does it you know just just giving her a compliment about oh this is this is a lovely salad or something like that is enough you don't make a big deal about it the next one is uh, and this is a big one it totally depends on how your family does uh, does cooking and baking but introducing baking so for me, uh, the reason baking is so important uh, is because uh, it is an activity that can easily be done without me being in the kitchen at all. Um, usually for other activities, especially activities that involve 
using knives, using hot things, being around a stove. Uh, I need to be there. I'm just not comfortable leaving even my seven-year-old alone in the kitchen while doing that. Uh, or at least I'll be at some distance. But with baking, I can completely leave her to her own devices. So the way I do this is I have a little book that I have created for her. Uh, it sits in the um, in, in one of the drawers in our kitchen and I've written down a few handful of recipes not a whole lot that I found online for free I think there are like four or five recipes of things we bake on a weekly basis so it's got some muffin recipes it's got a cookie recipe I believe there's a banana recipe banana bread recipe in that and I think there's like an uh, you know uh, a baked omelet recipe or something like that so I have like four or five our recipes in there and whenever she says you know mom I feel like making chocolate chip muffins today uh, I will tell her yeah go ahead and do that and she knows exactly where all of the equipment is and all of the ingredients are um, and she will pull out her little recipe book and she will measure things out and prepare the muffins it's a great lesson in mathematics and using math in everyday life uh, you know you, in baking you're constantly measuring things so you're measuring dry ingredients and grams and you're measuring wet ingredients in milliliters and liters you are constantly using fractions you're using half cup one fourth cup all of those things so there's a lot of math involved and a lot of following instructions is also involved right so you uh, start from ingredients you measure them you mix them together there is a chemical reaction happening you pour them into a mold and then you sort of figure out what temperature it needs to be in the oven and then off it goes and then you have something that you can share with family at the end of it so I think it's a really rich learning experience as well uh, about using math in everyday life but it is also uh, a great skill to learn and it's also something that they can do completely on their own and I don't have to be involved in it as long as they have the recipe she can pretty much uh, produce what uh, what uh, is on the recipe book so I really like baking for that I really you know encourage you if you don't have an oven in your home to invest in a small you know uh, oven toaster griddle OTG you get them really inexpensive on Amazon these days and just get on with it you know uh, on Amazon you get really simple like baking uh, sets like they're really you know it's got like a loaf pan and a little cake pan and some muffin trays and things like that so, you know, all, that's really all you need and baking is a really inexpensive and easy to do activity with children. Yes, it's messy. It gets really, really messy, especially when you, they're just learning to break, uh, bake and they're just learning to measure flour and sugar and crack eggs and all of those things, right? It does get messy, but over a period of time, you can, you know, model cleaning up and all of those things. And I feel like it's such an amazing activity to do with children constantly. Uh, and the last tip I have is always constantly be thinking about safety. You know, are there any hot items in there? Can I baby? Can I baby proof my fridge? Can I baby proof my oven? Can I baby proof my stove? Are there any um, drawers in the kitchen that uh, can really hurt my toddler? So always be thinking about safety. And whenever you you come across a safety uh, blind spot that you have, for example, I had this drawer in my kitchen that I never really thought much about. And recently, um, I noticed that my toddler was constantly opening and closing that drawer, uh, and it was it would get it, it would be really easy for them to get their little fingers caught in the drawer, and so 
I decided to sort of baby proof that one particular drawer. So, uh, you know, if you do come across a blind safety blind spot in your kitchen, do something about it and you should be good to go. So I hope you found this episode useful. If there are any questions that you have around, uh, you know, um, equipment that I use or books that I have read around this, let me know uh, in, in, you know, in your comments on Instagram or uh, you can reach out to me on my blog as well at mamahustle.in. My Instagram hustle, uh, handle is at mamahustlecommunity. So you can reach me out there as well. And I will see you next week. Until then, I would really appreciate if you would share this podcast with your friends and family if you've liked it. And if you would like to give us a shout out on social media, I would really, really appreciate that. This would really help the podcast. I will see you next week. Until then, bye.